We're good? We're recording. Okay. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Black Boundaries Podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Terrell. And we're here. It's freaking 2021. This is kind of crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. I didn't think. I ain't, I ain't think I'd survive 2020. Right. Yeah. I thought it was going to be an extended 2020, if anything. <laughs> right. But I mean... <laughs> Honestly, it kind of is a state of 2020, right? Right. Yeah, we've seen a lot of the same patterns, unfortunately. Well, we've seen, um, I think, last week, or was it this week? Not last week, I guess now. It was like the highest number of um, COVID deaths in one day. Man, yeah. So it's not getting better, even though right. you know, there's like a cure out and stuff, but everybody isn't fortunate enough to get it. Or I think just health professionals are getting it right now. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like there's limitations on who gets vaccines. And then I don't know if you heard recently about the mutated version of COVID. Oh, yeah. It started out in UK. Now it's in New York now, apparently. And I right. think it's made its way to Georgia as well, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. It's, I mean, in my mind, I hate that I'm this person, but like I kind of assumed the worst when they were like, oh, it's just in New York and only like three people had like contracted it or something. And right. I was like, okay, there's no way just three people. Like, it's obviously going to be more. But oh, definitely. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering. Like, there's no. So apparently, you know, it was just like this one teenage kid who had it in New York, I believe. Mm -hmm. There's no way just it's just him, right? That's, okay, okay. So I'm not bad. I was nah, thinking the same thing. Nah, like, nah, so I was thinking the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Right. As soon as, as soon as I heard, I'm like, all right, he's a kid. He's probably out doing stuff friends exactly <laughs> i was thinking the same thing i'm like man was he social distancing was he doing what he was supposed to is he back in school like right you know there's all these questions so okay okay mm -hmm. i'm not a bad person <laughs> no no then it's like how did he get it right yeah that's true that's very so true yeah it has to be somebody else who has it who probably travel from somewhere else yeah it's like the chicken out there spreading concept. it exactly right. yeah. yeah oh my gosh it all unravels it's so mm -hmm. crazy but i mean hey it is a new year so we can just be appreciative that we've moved past somewhat uh, somewhat we've moved past some things in 2020 hopefully we can leave those behind right. um something else that was pretty crazy is you know over the holidays i shared a video with you of some Trump supporters who were in San Antonio when me and Neo oh, were in San Antonio. Yeah. And it was these people, you know, with signs and all this stuff. And they were, it was kind of confusing because some people were yelling about like abortion and you're using a phone that was made in China. And like, it just sounded like everybody was on a different page. So yeah. you'd hear eight different megaphones. Like it was so confusing. I didn't know what was going on besides seeing people with the Trump flags. Wait, so was it like Trump supporters versus other support, um, like uh, anti-Trump people or something like no, that? No, it was literally just like Trump supporters <laughs> and they all had different messages, I guess. So it was not organized. Like That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, wish I was there to see that. <laughs> <laughs> One guy is like, oh, you're wearing a mask. A mask won't protect you from COVID and it's all made up and blah, blah, blah. And then this other lady's yelling about abortion. And I'm like, okay, they could have organized this better. Like whether right. or not you support Trump, the main thing is you got to have good planning. <laughs> so <laughs> it was really interesting to see that. But the reason why I mentioned that is because now we're seeing, you know, what took place with Trump supporters storming the Capitol and 
it was like, this is a part of that. This is what led up to it. So honestly, I'm not shocked. I'm just going to say. I was just about to say that I'm not surprised that that happened. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm surprised it happened so late. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Like they've been making these threats. They were making statements about, you know, um, corruption and politics and how they should take over. Like this is Trump speech on a right. regular basis. Like it's not really a shock. Now, I don't think that all Republicans support violence and this was like complete chaos. So yeah. I will say that, but for those extremists, we're not surprised that they, that they did this. This is like expected behavior. You know right. what I mean? But it was very interesting. I did see on, it was Fox News. I was really shocked that they actually called the people thugs that oh, decided really? to storm the Capitol. Yeah, he was like, you know, all these people who came and stormed, these supporters of Trump, these thugs. I was like, whoa, hold on, <laughs> that's different. Because usually when they say thugs, you know, it's people like you and me when they, right. you know, stereotype. So it was a real shock to hear that. But I mm. mean, that's what it is. It's like you pulled a thug move. <laughs> you stormed the Capitol. And people kept on saying, well, it's our building. We pay taxes. Well, yeah, we pay taxes for almost every infrastructure that exists in the U.S., you know what I mean, for the most part, right? unless it's private or something like that. So it's just weird to hear people say that and say, we're taking it back. I don't see how trashing it is taking it back, but, you know, hey, I'm just one see, person. <laughs> I guess they wanted to reach the people who are, like, doing the ballots for the Electoral College, you know, but... Right they couldn't reach him, I guess, or I don't, I don't know how organized it was. I mean, I guess it, it was somewhat organized since that many people made it there, but. Yeah, it seems they, like they had it in mind because people are saying that it was like an outbreak, like there was yeah. just chaos. I was like, no, that totally seemed planned. Right. I think that they had that idea in mind. Like, I, I don't know. Some people say, you know, there's like a conspiracy that was an inside job because like how just little resistance there was like on like the police side or whatever. <laughs> And like, right. it, it kind of seemed like in some video, they were just letting them in kind of at certain parts. And then at the end, they were like helping. I, I saw this one cop, he was like helping this woman down the stairs. <laughs> like, I'm like, you need to be arresting this woman, not helping her down the stairs. Right. She should be handcuffs, right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I want to say it's the benefit of being white. Like, when white people do things, even if they're extreme and violent when it comes to protests, a lot of the times they don't get the short end of the stick. They still get treated as white people. You know right. what I mean? So it's like- That privilege. I, exactly. That's so what I we'll think be talking they, about. Right. So we look crazy, right? Usually when black people say this, everybody's like, oh, are you kidding me? But like you said, you're helping somebody down the stairs who was mm -hmm. a part of this chaos. And it really is terrorism. Like we just need to call it oh, what it is. No, nah, yeah, it's terrorism. People have this issue with like using that statement because I get it is a strong statement to make when you say this person's a terrorist. But to me, when you do extreme things like this, what do you expect? And mm -hmm. it's almost like we were just saying earlier with the term thug, like you can throw that around loosely, but we have this, and I'll say it's racist, when you identify specific people as terrorists and when they don't take on those characteristics that we assume, then we're like, oh, well, we can't use that term. You right. know what I mean? Because we've always associated that term, unfortunately, with the Middle East and brown people. You know what I mean? So 
when you use that term, people are like, oh no, but they don't look like, it's like, okay, they don't have to have these stereotypical features that you're looking for. A terrorist is anyone who does something that's violent in an organized group and it causes some form of chaos. I mean, that's what it is. It's like by definition, terrorism. Right. So I don't know. It was just kind of good to hear someone say that. You know, and yeah, call it finally, like, right. <laughs> the the biggest terrorist in America is the white male. Thank you. Yes. And they are like rarely called terrorists at all. They're it's just so true. This lost poor soul, this kid, or yes. he was such a nice person. You know, they just say all this great stuff about him, but they don't call him like a terrorist, though. You know. Yeah, it's a way of talking down because it's almost like, how could we be that? It's almost like, well, I, I could see him as like my son or whatever. That's what people always say. And it's just because they identify with them. But when it comes to these school shootings, when it comes to, you know, people killing protesters, actual protesters who are protesting peacefully, it's like you are causing terror. That's exactly what it is. And like you said, these are typically white males. I mean, we do hear of cases where there are minorities who do things that are terroristic, but... I don't like that the media strays away from it so often. It's right. like, you know, they give people the benefit of the doubt way too much. So it was nice to hear people say this was a terroristic act. So right. I was happy with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. But yeah. it, I'm glad to know that you weren't shocked because I wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, you know, it's just another day in America. Right, right. Like, unfortunately, but, you know. Yeah. You know, black people, we're not surprised by nothing these white people do. Right. You know, we're, just, <laughs> right. we're just like, oh, yeah. There, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so interesting because, you know, when people make comments about the left, it's so interesting to hear people talk about Democrats as if every black protester is a Democrat. That's always weird, for one, because I'm like, just because people are protesting, and they're a part of Black Lives Matter doesn't automatically make them Democrat. Like, you don't know which way they're voting. They could be independent. You don't right. really know, but you just associate them with the left. So that's interesting. And then on top of that, it's like, oh, well, the left is like known for being extreme and protesting and they do it more consistently. So that's a bigger deal than what happened at the Capitol. And it's like, well, taking to the streets and doing things within your own communities versus you storming a political infrastructure is completely different. And it's, it's like, you know, the main thing about that is, is like they did it for no reason. OK, yes, that's another thing. It's like that's you know, the level of difference. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you know, like. It, a life was lost and people are saying, hey, it's at the hands of police brutality, people that are supposed to be a part of our community. So as a community, we're frustrated. Right. And these people are mad <laughs> about an election. And once again, there's been multiple recounts. I don't know how many at this point. Is it three? Has it been two yeah, or three? Yeah, I think it's like three at least. And it's like, you're bitter losers. Like you, you don't really have a cause. You're just so amped for Trump and this ideology of white superiority and whatever it is and that's the motive there's nothing else behind it like what yep. else do you want and how quickly they turned on the police wow bruh <laughs> bruh you saw that video i sent uh, y'all right about yeah. yes <laughs> yeah 
They were like, F the blue. We're not backing y'all no more. Walking on the flag and everything. Yeah. It's, and I was watching it and all I could do in my mind was think like, how did those police officers feel? Mm -hmm. The ones who are Trump supporters or the ones who are just Republicans in general, I don't think, I mean, hopefully they wouldn't be shocked if, you know, somebody was liberal or somebody had more <laughs> liberal views, they wouldn't be shocked. But right. I think some officers were like, wow, like, what the heck? Like, we've been, you know, a part of this whole entire political movement. And then all of a sudden they flip on you. <laughs> oh, you know what? I hope they cried. <laughs> cry themselves to sleep that's what that's what i hope happened (laughs) right oh my goodness and there's this guy i don't really want to mention his name uh because he's really annoying but he's on youtube and he is a black police officer who's also a republican and there's a lot of them on youtube who make these videos and talk about why they're republican and he said law enforcement he said law enforcement should have stepped aside and allowed those people to storm the Capitol. Wow. I, I don't know. Like I, I literally stopped in the middle of the video and was reading comments because I'm like, why would you stop a group of terrorists going through causing chaos, ripping the Capitol apart, and you're just gonna be like, oh cool, I'm a police officer, but I'm not gonna do anything. Like that's your job is to but, protect the Capitol too. I I know who you're talking about and it's amazing how he feels about Black Lives Matter <laughs> compared <Right>. to <laughs> as a black man. Right. And, he, and I guess his thing was, I'm always on the side of law and justice. But in this particular case, it's like the citizens own the capital saying that we pay taxes and all of that, which a lot of people have been saying. And I think it's just an excuse. I honestly think it's just a BS excuse that Republicans are using like, well, the capital belongs to the people. It's like, okay, but democracy belongs to all Americans technically. So we could argue anything belongs to us pretty much because we pay taxes. So Mm -hmm. it was so interesting to hear that argument be regurgitated over and over. And I'm just, I'm so done. (laughs) I'm just done with people and their excuses, but it's an act of terrorism. Obviously we know all Republicans aren't extreme, but there are a lot of extremists who are Republicans. And this was a terroristic act. It's as simple as that. And for people who get offended by it, I just feel like you have to see the bigger picture. You think about the tables when they were turned. You think about Black Lives Matter. You think about any sort of peaceful protest or anything, any form of looting that was going on was still done within communities. If people Mm -hmm. want to use that as an argument, it wasn't people running up, (laughs) storming the Capitol. So, you know, just something to think about. Definitely. But yeah, uh, yeah, you know, we had to talk about that because that's, that's oh big <laughs> right this right. is so big right now but yeah man what's 2021 man how was your how was your break man i know you ain't get to go home yeah i didn't get to go home um just as some quick rundown news i guess so my girlfriend has officially moved here to texas which is great she's staying with us um and that was really cool because you know it was kind of interesting going to savannah directly you know to pick her up and then we drove back And it was a really interesting experience because I'm back in Georgia, but I'm not in like my hometown. I'm in Savannah with Nia. So that kind of threw me off, but I enjoyed the experience of being there, but I wish I could have seen my family, you know, that would have been nice, but you know, COVID and everything. So 
yeah next yeah, time yeah next yeah, time. yeah how about definitely. you how was your break oh uh, man my, my break was pretty good you know uh i was home for like i don't know seemed like almost three weeks <laughs> i was i was home for a while yeah but uh yeah you know got the home cooked meals for my mom they were great <sighs> got to hang out with my little sister got to hang out with my dog a lot it's good you know all, all everything good sounded good but <laughs> i'm so selfish i <laughs> I fixated on the food. Like you said, all those other wonderful things I got with my sister. <laughs> I'm like, but what about that food though? <laughs> oh man, bro. My mom, man, my mom, she be cooking, cooking, bro. Like, I, I can't, like she made like this, some like Parmesan crusted chicken tender things. And she made like these Greek potatoes that had like this lemony taste to it. And I know oh. you brought bruh i know you like you love stuff with like lemon thank you <laughs> bruh you would have loved bruh my mom i think she might be coming here like during the summer depending on how it is with like covid or whatever and i'm gonna get her to make that okay <laughs> yeah that'll be great yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh that sounds so good as soon as you said lemon like my ears shot up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah man you know she was like baking cakes and stuff i had sweet potato pie for the first time ever how was it it was really good and wow it's, it's it's funny because like i had a bad experience with like pies when i was younger so i was i basically just don't mess with pies mm -hmm. but then i was like just smelling it one day and then i saw my mom she was like just eating it and i was like mom can i get a piece of that and she was like yeah then i got my fork got some i was like I've been missing out on this like all my life because my mom she always makes a sweet potato pies like during the holidays oh so that's like a routine yeah gotcha every holiday i've missed out on it wow <laughs> until now <laughs> that's almost like a good thing in a way because it's like COVID happened this year so you got a nice little new experience bubble you know yeah, <laughs> like a little right. peak that's mm -hmm. really good yeah dang that's crazy but you know what i bet you it's also because your mom made it because mm -hmm. i've had some sweet potato pie from the marketplace or something you know oh, like the store yeah. like oh god but it's not the same unless my grandma makes it so i bet you it's good because your mom also made it true yeah but yeah i should be great. cooking cooking yeah yeah that's really awesome man do you have any new goals or anything that you have set for the new year uh definitely i want to make this podcast bigger than okay. what it is and you know get more listeners make like a brand around it um i want to learn the electric guitar yes <laughs> yes i want to like work on music like at least four times a week okay and yeah you know i want to start up i want to i want us to start up doing like our video thing right and I've been experimenting with like making beard oils and beard bombs. I want to like make that into like a little business. So hopefully I can oh, kick that off too. You know, hey man, you've already yeah. given me a sample. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it smells great. Yeah, it's man. Really easy to put on. Like it's a really light, it's not like I'm super coated. So I like that the way yeah. that you did it. Cause I know sometimes when you get, you know, beard oil it's almost too oily where it's like heavy on you. Yeah, it's like sticky or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you like don't want to touch your face and touch anything else. But yeah, it was just nice, easy to apply. So that's really dope. I like you. Nice, man. That. Glad you like it. Yeah. And I think also too, you know, we had discussed the video stuff. So I think we'll be able to put a lot of things together and build this year and it'll be a yeah. lot 
smoother i think because we've kind of gotten a lot of things down the groundwork a lot of it so yeah yeah definitely definitely what about you you got any these any of these 2021 goals i sure do man and it's funny that you said the podcast we did kind of discuss it a little bit um before the break so definitely making the podcast bigger and media in general that I'm doing in terms of like music as well. And, you know, I do the YouTube comedy skits. So I want to grow my YouTube channel. And we had talked about doing sort of this group vlog aspect. Yeah, you know, yeah, I remember, yeah. Videos. So that's definitely going to be something that I want to do. And then also, yeah, music for sure, because over the break, and I'll be able to show this to you, I was able to make a lot of like music combined with videos and mm -hmm. come up with a way to mesh those so just making everything cohesive so definitely music and definitely working on like the media stuff as a whole and i think that those are my main goals and then i think honestly just to be able to like utilize my time in a way where like i said it's more cohesive and yeah. it's not like me having to constantly do things and it's like all scattered so i want to be a little bit more organized and oh, I, think, I feel you yeah That's yeah that's that's like smart because like you know growing up I've always had so many hobbies mm -hmm. so you know it's hard to like focus on different things because everything is just separate from each other right right that's so true yeah. yeah and it's hard to maintain it as a whole and like you were saying I think for us to be able to have these different skill sets and combine the effort that's going to make things a lot smoother yeah definitely yeah it's it's, it's interesting because like you know I don't know, we're like 27 now, but I feel like that's still very young and we still have plenty of time to do stuff. That's true. You know, you know what I mean? But I still want to like, I want it to happen now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard because you do have to be patient and there is time for growth, but at the same time, you get that feeling of like, man, we're near the 30s, like, Ooh. Mm. <laughs> but like you said, we're still pretty young. Like, I think it's just the success, the success stories. And you always hear about certain achievements that are made at a young age. Yeah. And I think exactly. that's just so forced on us. And we've talked about this previously, but yeah, it's, it's hard to get over that hurdle, especially when you know people who are successful that are mm -hmm. in your age range. And you're like, why hasn't it worked for me? But you have to consider the connections that they had and the experiences and networking and all that stuff like really matters. So I think yeah, definitely us doing it as a combined effort is probably the thing that's going to really push us, you know, in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Teamwork make the dream work, you know, everybody can like hold each other accountable and stuff like that, you know, uh, make sure we're not being lazy or something like that. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know um, I was just like reading this thing on like Facebook early where it was just like, I guess millennials in general, we're like, it's, we like started like adulthood later in life because we could never like really live like adults after college. Cause you know, we're like underpaid and like overworked basically. That's hundred percent true. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's like, we're just kind of like getting into like adulthood later. You're like, you know, I like, I mean, I don't think I really turned into an adult until like I moved to Texas at like, well, how old was I when I moved here? I was like 25 when I moved here. Right. I think that I think that's when my like real adulthood started, you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. It was definitely later for me because after we graduated from Georgia Southern, I was like, okay, I have my bachelor's degree, I'm gonna get a job. And I thought things were just gonna kind of work out. 
And the job market is not the same as it used to be. Like people know that like jobs require more and more. If you do graphic design, for example, they want you to do photography. They want you to do video. And there's so many different aspects to every job, even for like engineers. Now they want specialty engineers where it's like have a biomechanics background and have these specific qualifications, you know, certificates and all this. So with all those things added on, you're right. We really don't get that chance. I was back home with my dad soon after sure. college, you know, looking yep, for a job. Here. So, you know, even when I did get a job and I was helping out my dad with bills and stuff, I couldn't survive on my own because I was making like less than $2,000 a month. So that wasn't going to work. And mm -hmm. it wasn't until I came to Texas. So I agree with you 100%. And it's not really fair that that's not as noticeable for the older generation. You know what I mean? Like they're like, when I was your age, I was, and I'm like, okay. Nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> they're like, they had to like pull themselves up by their bootstraps, but bro, their bootstraps was like already here already, you know? <laughs> right to their pro. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, y'all didn't have to really do much to be honest. You That's know? true. So, like, I know y'all like struggled or whatever, but y'all not, it's not like how we have it. It's completely different. And we're in debt. Like it's, it's a whole different field. It's not just like mm -hmm. you already have a hard time getting a job or opportunities. It's like on top of that, I'm thousands of dollars in debt. Like exactly. It's harder for me to get a business loan. It's harder for me to do anything, to get a mortgage or anything. So I think that has to be considered. And it's crazy when I go back because, you know, me and you working at the university. Yeah. It's so interesting to think that schools used to reach out to people and say, hey, we'll pay you to come to our university. We're this new university called Harvard and we'll pay for you to come here. Like, that's right. crazy. At a time, MIT would reach out to people and say, hey, can you come to our school? We have this engineering program. And they would have to convince people that the technology would stick around. Like, I promise this is the future mm -hmm. in order to get people to invest in it. So right. it's really interesting to think about the differences in time. But I think it's good that we experience that because when we have kids, we know how it is. So right. I'm going to put that same pressure on them. Exactly. Which is, which is neat. You know, I think, I think some parents, they just like, they don't know how it is, you know, like you, like you were just saying, they kind of like just expect these big things out of your kid out straight out of college or something like that, you know, and sometimes it might happen. Most of the time it might not, is most likely not going to happen, you know, it's going gonna, gonna to take some time. Yeah, it's the expectations are just whatever the parent wants, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, well, this is what I would like for you to do. And that's what they need to understand. And it should stop there. It's like, yeah, you would like for that to happen, but reality is different from what you want, which is everything in life <laughs> that we experience. So. Right. Very true. But yeah, man, it's good to have goals set. Every year, I feel like I always say, eh, I don't know if I'm going to actually have any goals. And then I end up having them. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's the same here. They, they like kind of just pop up, but I like... I like that these goals that we have, we started working on them last year. These aren't like new goals. Yeah. You know yeah. What I'm saying? I like that too. <laughs> the, the, these aren't like resolutions. Right. <laughs> I agree. That's why I said it's good that we have the groundwork because starting fresh, it, it's hard. And I encourage people to do it. Like if you have an idea like of something that you never thought that you would do, but something in you is motivating you and you feel like it's going to be beneficial, then do it. Like mm -hmm. definitely. But 
it's also like this annoying thing of day-to-day -day life that gets in the way of everything. And I think breaking that cycle and having people around you who support you is the greatest thing because my YouTube channel is not huge at all, but right. it's so nice to have people like you and Nia and people around me to say, hey, keep on doing it, keep on trying this or giving me suggestions. It's just, I feel sane when I hear that, like, oh, people really want you to keep doing this. You know what I mean? It's like reinforcing. Yeah reinforcing that ideology is really good like yeah man it's always good to have like somebody people in your corner in general yeah right right that's so true anything that you think well i mean we can't really speak on COVID or anything changing but if you get the opportunity to do anything new is there anything like new that you want to explore in terms of going out or i don't know i was telling you i um i think i think we talked a little last year but i want to go like hiking somewhere like other than what's around town like during i guess like during um the spring break week we have we should like go to like big Ben or something like that and just hike out there get some video footage pictures and all that yeah i think we should do like an official hiking trip yeah that would be really dope because i've always like enjoyed going to the parks and hiking trails but i'm like i want to go all the way in you know <laughs> you know big ass rocks and stuff like that <laughs> right <laughs> I want to be on the side of a mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude. That's that's exactly what I want to do. Man, that'll be really fun. And that's something that I think that we'll all enjoy, honestly, like that outdoors aspect. That'll mm -hmm. be really nice, especially for video. That's going to be great. Definitely, definitely. And I think, um, yeah, honestly, that's like the only thing that I thought of that would like have a safe from COVID. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, that's something that you really have to consider. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking that, and it kind of goes perfectly with that. Um, my aunt had talked about, she was like, have you bought a canoe yet? I, I was like, what? Like, <laughs> that's so random. <laughs> I bought a canoe. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I know that you like the outdoors and you're always going to the park. And then I had mentioned the river to her that's yeah. here in San Marcos. So she was like, have you gotten a canoe? And I was like, oh, the river's closed, but that's a great idea. So I was considering too, like, figuring out a way, maybe getting a small boat. I don't know, something that could fit us all. But, you know, I was thinking that would be nice to get at some point this year because oh, I would definitely cool. use that consistently. And it just depends on the areas, what's open, what's available, you know, and making sure, obviously, that I think with the canoe, we can distance ourselves from people. But I have a hard time understanding the difference between a canoe and a kayak. But whatever would fit us as a group. So said that I got confused. <laughs> like 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 I was I was picturing something else but then once you said the other one I was like I pictured the same thing <laughs> right <laughs> I have no idea which one is which and I feel silly for not knowing but then again I don't know much about boats so how would I have known you know <laughs> true Yo, speaking yeah speaking of speaking of boats um this is a great transition already <laughs> Well, it's, it's still about boats, but our buddy shot Moss. Oh, little bow wow, little bow wow. <laughs> There's this picture of him where he was like on this tiny ass boat, and he had like ten pe ten girls on. Or was something that, like that him? And I saw like, that. Yeah, people were making fun of him for having such a small boat. I don't know. I'm like, hey, he 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 got a boat. So <laughs> he's got the boat. <laughs> it, it was just it's just funny how people like always be. be picking on him all the time it's just funny yeah oh my gosh i thought 
I, I thought it was funny and I wouldn't leave the comment, but in my head, I was like, it's kind of like the Uber share. Like you try to get everybody together. Man, I didn't even think about that because I saw the video and I didn't recognize Lil Bow Wow. So I was like, oh, I mean, the guy's just doing the thing that people do on Instagram. They flex. Like, I get yeah. it. But knowing that it's him, it is weird. Like, bro, you could right. It's you like could have pushed it a little bit more. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna flex, you gotta you gotta make it big, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe after that whole like plane scam thing that he did, he was like, I'm gonna keep it minimum. I'm not going, <laughs> I'm not going all out. <laughs> oh man, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, I mean the whole flexing thing in general is kind of silly to me, but I get why people do it. I just mm -hmm. think that there's extremes and everybody is doing the extreme and right. that's really annoying. So that's true. <laughs> that's true. That'll, that'll be kind of interesting. What do you want to see less of this year? Shoot, probably um probably people looking cute in videos and <laughs> posting them on Instagram. Definitely, yeah. Like they just don't do anything. I don't know. I don't like saying that. It's an, it's an People thing. recording themselves but not doing anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so weird. That yeah. is so strange to me. It's like it's almost like you're literally saying, "Look at me. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna do anything. Just check me out." It's like it's really off-putting. Like, yeah, I get uncomfortable now. I hate that people. I don't know what it is. I understand if you're a fan of karaoke. I've got nothing against karaoke. But if you lip sync, I get super uncomfortable, <laughs> especially when people get sensual. It's not like they're rapping a song. It's like they're kind of yeah. like moving their head and stuff. Oh, my gosh. That, yeah, that's so cringeworthy to me. But nobody calls that cringeworthy. Like, nah, that, that is cringe. I, like, like you, I get uncomfortable saying that. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know if it's uncomfortable, but more so secondhand embarrassment like i'm just like embarrassed for you right now <laughs> that they thought that it would work like yeah you thought that this was cool <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm i'm with you on that okay yeah okay i definitely didn't get it i mean i see people doing the tiktoks and at least they're dancing or doing something else but when you're just looking at your phone i'm like you're not mariah carey so i'm not interested in you singing <laughs> this song like, <laughs> it's not interesting at all Nah, uh, yeah that's that's, that's true that's true <laughs> i definitely want to see less political outrage in this year you know what i mean like i wish that there was more dialogue i don't know if it's gonna happen but i would like there to be more dialogue and what i mean too is not just necessarily like the whole incident of people storming the capitol and craziness i mean also on social media the back and forth and commentating and i really wish people could just have discussions without yelling at their phone i get your frustration from both sides like i understand how people can have a view and get frustrated because your point isn't getting across to the other person mm -hmm. or because you're so confused by their ideology like how do you not understand what's right and what's wrong or whatever but i still don't see how that works in any way like you're just yelling it's not doing yeah. anything. It's not going to change the other person's view. So I just hope that there's some form of a middle ground, but it could be wishful thinking. That is wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like every time I'm like, I'm sometimes I'm just like looking at the comments on like certain articles or posts or whatever, and 
somebody could be trying to like have a conversation, but the other person they just keep on repeating the same thing they already said. They're not trying to right. take it any further than what has already been taken. So yeah. Um, people they yeah. like very very stubborn when it comes to like a lot of stuff. You know, some people I think a lot of the times some people just don't want to be wrong. Yeah, yeah. It hurts people. Like that's yeah. like it hurts their pride. Like, mm-hmm. how could I not be right about this? And I exactly. felt like that at points. I can admit, I've definitely felt like that at points in my life where like, I grew up, you know, obviously in the South, in the Bible Belt, and you would hear people say certain statements or certain things that are just blanket statements. You don't really know the full aspect of what they're trying to say, mm-hmm. but you would hear people say things like, oh yeah, if you're gay, you're going to hell. It's like, that's a blanket statement. Like what actual information supports this? You know, you want to know more. And I would hear people say other things like, oh yeah, you're not supposed to drink at all. And it's like, okay, well, I hear people saying that, but what does it actually mean? So growing up and hearing that, I could imagine how many people believe those things and they've been told that over and over. And then it's like when someone questions that or says, hey, think about this. It's like, no, 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 you have to be wrong. I'm 100% right because my grandma told me. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's hard to admit that maybe you're wrong about it. And I personally felt that way about like, I would say like about maybe when I was like in college, I want to say around the time that we were at Georgia Southern and I started hearing people's like Republican views. I was like, no, no, no. Like, no, there's no way any of this could ever be right. Like, this has to be completely (laughs) wrong. But after having conversations with people, I'm like, there's some decent Republicans out there. Like, there's some decent ones out there. And it was hard for me to accept that because I was used to, and I think a lot of people, because give me the benefit of the doubt, it's like, I'm used to the extremist. And that's the only thing that I saw. But from the party's ideals and reading the historical context, I was like, oh, this makes sense. I get it. But the way that it's, I I don't know, the way that it's been influenced today is something different. I'm not used to this. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, you know, it's because like there's, their views are still just so like opposite of what we believe in still. Even if if we do like get it, you know? (laughs) Yes, that's true. Yeah. When people use the term tradition, I hate that term because Mm -hmm. tradition means this is something that was a common practice. Slavery was a common practice. And that's a form of tradition in the US if we are being honest with ourselves. So when Uh people would say these things, I'd have to point that out to them. Like, I understand you mean tradition, maybe in terms of family values, but you have to account for everything in terms of tradition when you say, I miss tradition. So, (laughs) you know, it's little things like that. And when people would explain it to me, like, no, I'm just from the South and I'm used to, you know, a marriage where it's just a man and a woman and this and that. I'm like, well, that's what you're comfortable with. And you have to accept that you're not always going to be comfortable. Like, and it's none of your business who somebody else is with. Right. And like, it's, why does it bother you so much? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like a comfort thing because their acceptance of what the truth is, is completely false because there's a difference between truth and your comfort. And you right. have to accept that as a person, no matter what you believe. And I have a hard time understanding why a lot of people can't let go of that when they, you know, mature and becoming an adult. But 
some people are just going to be that way for life. I think that's oh. just what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, definitely. That's why we still have so many biggest around now, you know? Right, right. And it's sad because they pass it on. So mm-hmm. these young kids who, you know, are just open-minded and, you know, want to explore things are just being held down by these old, you know, ideologies. And it's, it's really unfortunate, but hopefully we can have some people find a form of middle ground this year. I don't know if it'll happen, but I'm just hoping that some people get clarity. It it may never happen. (laughs) I'm not hopeful. (laughs) Uh, I I have no hope for the human race as of now. (laughs) Right, right. It really does feel like a movie, right? Like, yeah. COVID and then just all the crazy extremes in politics. And then it's like, what else is next? I just feel like, I don't know, there's going to be some other boom that we don't see coming. (laughs) Right. You know, like how there's just kind of like always a new meme out every month. Yeah. I wonder like how, how it's going to look for this year. Like (laughs) (laughs) I think for January it's been um, confirmed that it's like all those Trump supporters climbing the wall that's (laughs) that's <laughs> right that's that's the first one I'm, i wonder what's what's next what's what's what what, what 2021 oh got for God. us now <laughs> it's gonna be funny but it's gonna be scary you know mm. what i mean like it's gonna be funny but at the same time it's like ah no not another one you know? right exactly <laughs> man but i think honestly just wrapping up the last year I I can't complain personally. Like, I feel like I had a decent year. Maybe that sounds a bit selfish. I hope it doesn't. But, or it could just be me being positive and seeing the glass half full. But I feel like things could have been worse. I mean, there was a lot of lives lost and there's a lot of terrible things that did happen. But I don't know. I felt really appreciative of Mm -hmm. being able to work from home and being able to like still do things consistently and not feel like the whole world was swept from under me. So, I was just being grateful for what I did have, you know, during that time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'll say the same, like all of my friends and family, they're in good health. I'm in good health. You know, um, I, I do feel like sad for the people who have passed away in um, 2020 and even right. 2021 now. But, you know, looking looking ahead, I'm still I'm still good. And that's good. Last year wasn't terrible for me personally okay yeah like 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 you just said for you yeah I think it's one of those things where like my situation could have been a lot worse so I was like I should appreciate this moment because it could have been worse and I think definitely a lot of people may be feeling the whole impact of COVID and they're like oh my god it's going into the next year and like there's a lot of people who are fearful and I understand like I feel that way too not knowing what's going to come next but you can always think about, you know, certain situations and how things panned out. And I think it's always good to be appreciative at the same time, but we can't forget, like you said, there's a lot of people who have had worse situations. So Mm -hmm. it's good to acknowledge both. Definitely. Well, I am looking forward to the new year and I'm going to be optimistic about it. And I think I'm just going to go in with the mindset of, I don't know what's going to happen and I'm okay with that, but I'm going to continue to do the things I'm supposed to do and be supportive of other people and play my role. You know what I mean? Because there's only so much that we can do and there's no point of me trying to stress myself. So I think it's good to practice some, you know, decent mental health exercises and don't put the weight of the world on your shoulders, so to speak. Oh yeah, definitely. Like you can only control 
yourself. Right. So right. that's all you have to worry about. You ain't got to worry about this person. This person not wearing a mask. Fuck them. They're gonna die. Oh. This this uh this person not social distancing. Tell them to back the f up, <laughs> or you can move away from them. You know, f them. And uh, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. The f you attitude of twenty twenty one. Nah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know, man. You look out for yourself. Look out for your friends. You know, look out for your neighbors as best you can. But you know, if people yeah. if people yeah. want to be stupid. Oh that's that's gosh. them. You just right. gotta be stupid. You know, don't you get into con- the line of fire, people. It's yeah, not you you can't you can't control stupid man. Stupid is stupid because it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's a granddad quote. That's like a legendary quote. But yeah, when it comes to politics, when it comes to COVID, when it comes to all these different things, like he said, you can only control what you can control. Let that other stuff fall to the side, and don't stress yourself about it. Honestly, like move forward man grow grow with 2021 definitely man you know i always i've never looked forward to a new year before like kind of like ever to be honest but this 2021 i'm looking forward to this year right right yeah i mean it's such a strange thing it's like i don't know emerging from whatever else we left in 2020 so it's going to be really interesting so Mm -hmm. i get that i totally get that yeah i think it's all about i don't know I'd, i'd say finding a new kind of freedom in the time of I like the that. chaos. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I like that. I really do like that. And I think that's what makes you stronger. That's going to be the thing that pushes you. Is like, man, if I can handle that, I can handle anything. You're going to feel invincible in 2022. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree. That's dope. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to Black Boundaries Podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. I'm Nick. I'm Terrell. And we'll catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.